Check one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. New music from Kelsey Ballerini and a big surprise from John Party. I'm Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of September 26, 2022. Bringing you the hottest news and newest music in country music every Tuesday. So be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And now for the piping hot news of country this week. The hottest. hottest. Have to kick things off with some really exciting baby news. John Party and his wife Summer announced they're expecting their first baby. And I absolutely love the tagline they're using, Party of Three. It's giving me total Larnalina vibes, and I love that. And we here at ACN want to send them a huge congratulations. Speaking of congratulations, we have hit the one-year anniversary of Lainey Wilson's first ever number one with Things a Man Oughta Know. I honestly can't believe it's been a year because I feel like this was announced just yesterday and the older I get, the more I realize how fast time goes and it's funny because if you talk to anyone in your life who's older than you, they'll tell you it just gets faster and faster. So kind of scary, but this one's not because this one is just so exciting. It's been so incredible to see Lainey's career take off. It was big before her first number one but now it's just gotten insane and we have her being on Yellowstone to look forward to so really excited about that and I can't wait to see what her next number one will be. I have some exciting news for you about CMT's 2022 Artists of the Year event. CMT finally named the five singers that will be honored and they are Carly Pierce, Cody Johnson, Luke Combs, Kane Brown, and Walker Hayes. One thing is for sure, all five of these artists definitely had a huge year, so it's no surprise to me at all that they were picked. But I always love this event. I think it is so exciting. The event will kick off on October 14th, airing from Nashville's Shermerhorn Symphony Center. The 90-minute broadcast will feature presentations and tribute performances to the honorees. More details, including attendees, presenters, and performers, will be released soon, so stay tuned for more on that. Exciting festival news, Stagecoach tickets are officially on sale now. There are so many amazing artists that are going to be at this show, so if you want to take a trip out there or you already live close to the area and are heading out, make sure you get your tickets ASAP. There are absolute powerhouses that are going to be performing, such as Luke Bryan, Kane Brown, Chris Stapleton. I could go on and on. Make sure you get on that ASAP. Tyler Hubbard premiered his Inside and Out music video, and it is a tearjerker. This is one you'll probably need a Kleenex for if you're an emotional person like I am. It is just such a sweet video. It His kids are featured in it. It's in a park in Nashville. And it's all about having inside 
and outside beauty. And it's just such a wonderful message. There's even a really sweet part where there's a box that's labeled the most beautiful person is in this box. And when you look in, it contains a mirror. And it's just such a wonderful message. Like I said, you are going to want to watch this one on repeat. It is going to put you in the best mood. And now it's time to dive into the hottest releases in country music this week. New. New. It's new. New music. First up, you probably already guessed it. If you've listened to any previous episodes, you know I am a huge Kelsey Ballerini fan. And she just released her debut album, Subject to Change. And it is absolute perfection. It's taking us back to those 90s country roots. And it's just so special. The way her vocals shine on it, like there's not so much production that you can't hear her vocals. It's just so beautifully done. And every song is so beautiful. And the lyrics on this album are spectacular. There's even some in there that might make you raise an eyebrow. And honestly, I can't give you just one track to listen to. It is literally a piece of art. I would not be surprised if this gets nominated for Album of the Year Award at some country awards coming up. So make sure you check that out. And if I had to tell you to listen to one of any of these 15 tracks, I would tell you to definitely check out the title track. You know I'm a sucker for those. But also check out Doing My Best, Universe, Muscle Memory, and Your Drunk Go Home, which features the amazing Carly Pierce and Kelly Clarkson. Such a great one. Can't say enough about the album. This is me telling you this is your must, must listen for the week. Ian Munsick released his latest track, Horses and Weed. And this song is so fun to me. It's very like classic country. It has like almost a 90s vibe to it, but I would go back even further in the decades than that. It is so perfect and I love his vocals on this. He definitely is an artist who has a really interesting voice. Another must listen for the week. Maddie and Tay released their new album, Through the Madness, Volume 2. And I've been so excited for this. Volume 1 was so great. We've already talked about it here on the podcast, including one of the debut singles from this volume, Spring Cleaning, which I still am obsessed with. Even after listening to the rest of this volume, it's just a shining star for me, but I also really love Drinking to Remember and These Tears. This album's so good, and we all know these girls can sing. So, so good. Definitely check it out. Another one to listen to for the week. One of my favorite artists right now, Nate Smith, just released a new single titled I Found You, and it is all about his love for the music world. This song has such a great heartwarming message to it. And like I said, I'm such a fan of him. Make sure you check out the rest of his catalog. This guy is just, he's already a star to me, but he's definitely one of those up and coming artists that I could see being a huge star down the line. So as I've said before, make sure you hop on this train because it's about to take off. Rising country stars Brady Lee and Jake Banfield joined forces for a fun remix of Lee's I Can Do This All Day. And this song is so fun. This is one you're going to want to add to like your weekend playlist. 
You're going to want to get in the car, drive down a back road with it with the windows down. You're going to want to have it on your pregame playlist with your friends before you go out. I just adore these two, and I can't wait to see what they give us next. Shania Twain released her new single, Waking Up Dreaming, and I have been waiting for her to return for so long. I know she has fed us a little bit with some other projects she's had going on, but this one is totally brand new, and it is an absolute dance hit. It's another one you want to add to your weekend playlist. I just can't get enough of this country queen. She will always, always top the list for me. Make sure you check this one out. Lauren Reno released her debut album, Gold Rush. And to me, this is country music at its finest. Everyone always praises how country music is known for its incredible storytelling. And that's exactly what this album does. She is from Reno, Nevada. And this has like a gold rush actual story to it it's just so cool and honestly every track so so great but one that I would really touch on is bottles worth a dime it's upbeat and it's something that I could totally see being mainstream popular so another really fun album to check out this week Jordan Davis and Daniel Bradbury teamed up for a killer new song titled Midnight Crisis. And honestly, I love both of these artists. They both have insanely amazing voices. And everything they do is so good. Like every song they put out to me should be like huge on radio. This song will put you all in your feels. I'm sure we can all relate to this one. It's about being up at midnight and stressing about past relationships and what went wrong and just totally spinning out of control in your mind going over and over everything. This one is so, so beautiful. Make sure you add it to your playlist. This one is going to be on repeat. Breakout Canadian country singer Ali debuted a heartfelt new single, 24. And I've actually been waiting for this one. Um, I wouldn't say I'm friends with her, so I don't want to lead anyone astray there. But we have been following each other on Instagram for quite a while. And I have gotten to see her work on a lot of stuff and what it went into making this debut single. And it was worth the wait. It's another spectacular listen for the week. So definitely add this one to your playlist as well. Check out all the music I just spoke about. Make sure you subscribe to our new Music Roundup Spotify playlist. And to check out all the upcoming album releases, make sure you sign up for our weekly newsletter. We have that link in there. For this week's episode, Bobby Dixon sat down with Christian Bush to chat new music and what's coming up for him for the rest of this year. I, for one, am very excited to hear it. Check it all out here now. Kind of talk to me about this new project. I know your your goal is to put out four kind of cohesive albums this year. So talk to me about album number three and why you think right now is such a good time to put it out. Well, when I first started uh, working on this project, it, it, it was literally a I want to put out 52 songs in a year situation and the the record company uh you know this was this is on uh, big machine scott is the guy who runs it over there and scott was like christian 
uh, why don't why don't you just cut it into four pieces instead of put it all out in one day? I'm a little anxious as a record guy. Not everybody's going to hear all the songs. I said, okay. And uh, what I hear when I hear stuff like that is you have an opportunity now <laughs> to try to, you know, tell stories. And that's what I do. And in this case, so I'm letting the songs kind of group themselves together to some degree and tell a story. The first one was actually the album that was going to be a solo album that followed Southern Gravity, which was my first solo album. And uh the week I was about to turn that in is the week Jennifer called and said, let's make a do Sugarland record. Right. And, um, so I put that off. So that was the first thing that we released is volume one. Volume two was timing out with the summer. So I was, I can't resist that. That's, that's really what, when people think of me in any kind of way, even with Sugarland, I'm like the happy bouncy guy. <laughs> so, uh, this is the happy bouncy guy record. And then this third one, uh, I knew was going to time out as the the weather was going to break into fall and 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 into winter, and I really thought it was going to be a bunch of love songs. That's really what I had tried to do. And as I was trying to put them together, I realized, holy crap, my '90s are showing. Like, I was bending over to pick something up, and someone saw my plumber butt or something, you know? Like, and I was like, wow, I guess I. I I shouldn't put all these songs together. It sounds too much like I'm still in my band in the nineties. And then it turns out maybe that's what I should be doing. So that's what I did. So new blue is uh, a collection of songs that um, in, in many ways, if you have any inkling of where I came from musically before Sugarland uh, or even Jennifer did, then uh, you would recognize some of the sounds and the songs. I love it. I love it. So I also love that Scott was like, let's not do 52 songs at once. I think right. that's a riot. So New Blue, what does that mean? I feel like naming an album or naming a project is kind of like naming a, a kid. You know what I mean? This is what it's going to be known as forever. So talk to me kind of about why you felt like naming it New Blue was just the perfect fit. Well, typically I'll go and start digging through my songs to see if there's any good lyric or if there's any thing that will tell the story very easily if someone's just passing by quickly. What I found when I, I started poking around is there's a, uh, the last song in the record I was about to make the first song. The song is about things that are just better when they're worn in, like jeans and good love and things like that. It was, the line was, you know, how about we put a dent in this bottle? You know, let's, let's anything we've got, let's put a dent in it. It makes it better. And it was knock off the new blue. And I was like, huh. And then I kind of just typed that in because I wanted to see if anyone had named a record that. And what it did is it, it spit out to me an interesting story. I did not know this until I did a little research that the color blue is a combination of chemicals, right? And the chemical combination is something that was somewhat perfected and then stopped innovating about 300 years ago. So the things that we do to, to create blue uh, are somewhat expensive. It's, a, it's an odd combination of things. And I, it's also a color that follows me around because my mom and my dad both had blue eyes. So my, my daughter and I both have these wacko blue eyes. Like when you meet us, you don't see our bodies. You, you just see our eyeballs. And... Um, so it's always been following around and I always thought to myself, well, is that my favorite color? Does, is it supposed to be? But what I found was the, um, there was a man very recently about, uh, about 10 years ago, uh, an, a scientist's first name is Moss. And Moss was looking for something to complete um, 
his big idea to miniaturize a part of a computer chip. And when uh, he was doing it, he was experimenting with different chemicals and poof, suddenly there was a brand new uh, accidental discovery of the chemicals he had combined created blue. And we haven't done anything like this in 300 years. And so I loved this idea of the idea of new blue being something that we sat down and thought, man, this is perfect the way it is. We're not going to do anything with it. And then by accident, we rediscovered it, which is exactly what music is like for me. When I was 20 something, I signed my record deal in the 90s, in 1992. And uh, I learned how to do music. And then I kind of put it down as a way to innovate or, or rediscover. And then suddenly in the middle of sequencing this record, that's what happened. I love that. I just, you know what I mean? And I think even with talking to you, I've been a fan of yours for forever. My dad and I have been fans of you forever. Sugarland, when you've been here in Chicago by yourself. So hearing that you just feel like so innovative in your art is so fun for me because now I'm going to go back and listen to this album again and be like, aha, I, I, I get doing. it. I, I see what you're doing. And I think that's my favorite part of my job is talking to people that I appreciate and then being like, oh, okay, like this all makes sense. So you wrote two songs on the album completely by yourself. So talk yeah. to me about those two songs and kind of were you, did those songs kind of come out in moments of solace or that, were you finding that you're waking up in the middle of the night and writing these songs by yourself? So talk to me about why these two songs, you know what I mean? That why you this wrote happened? Independently. Yeah, why this sure. happens? Sure. Uh, strangely, in the world of country music, there's a lot of co collaboration in the songwriting, but it doesn't typically that way in rock and roll or even in pop. Um, eh, I don't know, maybe pop, they separate the jobs a little to where it's not a bunch of co-writers. It's like someone who does lots of rhythms and then someone who does lots of melody. And so it, it can be divided that way. But in the last number of years, I guess four or five years, I've been asked to write a, a bunch of musicals alone. And so I, I kind of reconnected with the idea of what it's like to write by yourself. And um, it's, it's very spooky. Uh, cause when I open my mouth to write something alone, um, there's no validation and there's no one telling you it's wrong or right. You just do it and go, does that suck? And then you have to answer your own question. And, um, in, in both of these cases, these songs were written, both of those solo songs were written a good eight years ago. But what's interesting in both cases is they both happen on the same day. And uh, the day that that happened, I had been going through a pretty tough time in my, in my life. And uh, one of the things that happened is my friends all gathered together in my studio and were like, man, let's just record today whatever songs you want to record. You know, it's like a drummer, bass player, my brother and this stuff. And we just hit record. And it was me thumbing through my notebook. And at least two of them, I had no words for but I knew kind of how I wanted them to feel. I wanted one to feel like a giant Springsteen song. And the other one, I was just mad. I was just angry, which is the opposite of if you've ever met me, like the mean, angry me is like, you're like, no, he must be on drugs or something because he's never mean and angry. And uh, so the first one is called um, The Great American Scream Machine, which is the name of the roller coaster down here. And I had this uh, idea that we were uh, 
we were we were at the beginning of the Trump era, and I was having a concern that um, there were just no more great Americans. And then I thought about the idea of the great American screen machine. I was like, oh, I'll be witty and bury it inside of this lyric, right? And of course, I'm not being witty at all. I'm totally transparent. And I'm even telling you, and you're a journalist person. Then the other one is called uh, Somebody Promised You. And I was so mad. I was so mad. If you want to hear what like Christian as a Pearl Jam fan is, then just go listen to that song. I think maybe that's why it's my favorite off the album because <laughs> I see how mad I am. Massive, I'm well, no, because I love that you bring up Pearl Jam because I'm like, why does this sound like, like you know what I mean? Memories of my childhood. My mom is obsessed with Eddie Vedder, and being from Chicago, I mean, we've yeah. run into him at Cubs games. We've run into oh him yeah, he's a Cubs fanatic. All sorts of places. So I love that you kind of are just so diverse in this album. So if you had to like give your street pitch to this album, to somebody who didn't maybe know who you were, what would that sure. street pitch be? Sure. Uh, and do you remember the first time you ever heard uh, Spin Doctors or Blues Traveler or Pearl Jam? And and what it did at the time you heard it was in the 90s, you had been listening to um, uh, Paula Abdul and you'd been listening to you know, you'd, you'd been listening to all this music that uh, Janet Jackson, things that had layers in it that you didn't understand. And it all the music in front of you that's new felt like it had passed you by, like it had moved you, you at the time when you heard something like Pearl Jam, you were like, oh, my gosh, that's the future. I must have been listening to the past. Right. At that time, I was 22, 23, 24 years old, and it it blew open my brain when I heard all this music and I was signed to a record deal. So these were people I met and I actually saw them and I was experiencing the same world they were and I got to see how they expressed it. And um, I learned so much from those people and no one ever heard what I learned because I buried it in Sugarland. I stuck it underneath everything. And so you'll hear all of this stuff, but you really didn't quite draw the lines. So if I was just pitching you, you didn't know, I'd be like, you know, when's the last time you heard something that made you say, fuck it, I'm going to follow the band. Whoever you are, I hope you then get so kind of interested that I even cussed at you, that you should go listen to the music. Oh my gosh. Next time you come to Chicago, we're going to have to take you out because this is too fun. <laughs> oh, please do. Please do. <laughs> this is too fun. So what is your goal with this whole massive project? I mean, I know we're going to get a little bit more out of you later in this year. So what's your goal with this? Like, you know, when you dreamed this up and maybe talked to Scott a little bit about it, what was the end goal? And do you feel like you've kind of met it or do you still feel like there's some more life left in this? The original goal was uh, simply to start to embrace the speed at which music is working now. So you can either be upset about the way things are or you can use your voice to complain about it or whatever. There's a lot of options you have as a, an artist right now. You can... Um, I decided that the option I wanted to try and just try it on was I'm not too old. I'm not too finished. I'm not too complacent and I'm not finished saying things. So I want to catch everyone else up to where I am. And to do that, 
I'm going to need to get you some music quickly so that you can figure it out. I need you to have the first four or five seasons of my Netflix show before I show you the best season. And that's what's happening. So it's, it's exciting because the way that we calculate music in our lives is when it interacts with the, your life and, and it reflects you. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm totally in the middle of that right now. Or I'm really upset and I need to cry. Or I'm really pissed and I need to get angry. Or I'm whatever. COVID has like upside down caked everybody. And music is more important than it ever has been in our lives because it, it can exist between our ears. There are more headphones than there ever have been. It's a place to find solace. And um, I have so much solace. and none of it had been released. <laughs> so I, I wanted to just catch everybody up so that we can figure out what to do next. Like there's a whole Sugarland record back there that hasn't come out yet. There's uh, a Dark Water record, which is my rock band that hadn't come out yet. My, my 90s band, Billy Pilgrim is back. Like Andrew and I are making records now. Like, yeah, like, should we go to Shuba's? I don't know. You know, like, oh my gosh. Um, so there's a lot of things that are happening. And the, the way culture works is that most people don't always remember all those things because they, they seem sideline or they seem secondary. So I need to start with me as the artist that you actually know enough that you'll go and listen. Um, so that, that's why we're doing this. So who are you listening to right now? Obviously besides yourself, like Ooh, who's on I your I will tell list? you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I listen to a lot of new music. Uh, pretty aggressively. I'm going to just read you off some of the ones that are on my newest playlist. Um, let's see. Well, obviously, if you don't know by now, I'm producing a new artist in country new music named Megan Maroney. And uh, she was our intern in our studio. And she was very strangely never even told us that she wrote songs. So after her internship was over, she then approached us, which is, by the way, a very classy way to do that. So wash, rinse, repeat. And I heard her music and I was like, oh, you're good. Oh, you're good. Uh, what you need to do is no longer like pose for pictures because you're super pretty and they're never going to listen to your song. They're just going to want you to, to stand there. So let's work some on making your music as evocative as the way that you were born, right? Um, and she's doing a great job. So you're going to love this artist. She's so good. Um, I'm working with her right now. We had a, it's pretty fun because my songs are coming out on the same playlist that hers are. It's just kind of fun. So I, like I produced that one, sing that one, like wrote that one. It's kind of really weird. The, I love, there's a new band from North Carolina. They're not new, but they're new in your heart called The Collection. If you want to learn about a wonderful new band, you can go listen to that. I am an obsessed fan of a band called Muna. And when I say obsessed, like I haven't gotten a tattoo, but I've thought about it. Like it's that weird. Um, Muna is three girls from Southern California. They're a, a super um, LGBTQ super band. And I'm from Atlanta, so I was raised by wolves, you know. And uh, they are making music that when I go see their shows, I feel the way the audience felt during their first set of Sugarland shows, which is everyone belongs and this music's going to make you 
forget the world for a minute. So if you get a chance to see Muna, please go see them. So can we expect a tour from you? Oh yeah. Um, I was trying to get all the music out first, mainly because uh, it makes the shows more fun. I've been touring since I was 20 and I'm 52. So I can tell you how fun touring can be with songs. What I'm doing right now, I was playing uh, a lot of songwriter shows, which is fun uh, because there's just not enough time, even in a show to give an, a, a, a fan all the songs they want. So you, 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 you got to balance it, but somewhere between Billy Pilgrim's going to start touring. We're going to do maybe a handful or two handfuls of dates next year. Um, in cities, probably where, you know, the people remember us, I'm going to tour, uh, next year and probably in a, in a pretty limited capacity, maybe 15, 20 dates, not a whole lot, but, uh, enough that we could record them all, you know, like, um, just something fun. Um, uh, it turns out that songs are even more important than singers. So I, I, I didn't quite understand this in my youth. But I, I understand now. No one ever said that's my favorite singer. Everyone says that's my favorite song. So I'm going to go find the world that wants to listen to those. And before I go, you know we have to talk about video of the week. Video of the week. This week's video is Trace Atkins performing You're Gonna Miss This live at the Grand Old Opry. You know, if you've listened to a previous episode, I'm a sucker for these Opry performances, and he absolutely blows this one away. So make sure you check that out, sneak peek up on our socials now, or head to our weekly newsletter for the link for the full video. And before I really go, I also have to talk about how we have a new Good Sentiments candle up on shopgoodsentiments.com. This time, it's from Walker County, a duo who I absolutely adore. They are such powerhouses. Scent is a homey sandalwood and vanilla that makes you want to enjoy a night at home listening to your favorite Walker County song. And $5 from each purchase benefits the ALS Association to further its mission to provide the most comprehensive care and support to people living with ALS. These would make amazing gifts. Not only do we have Walker County, but we have several other artist candles up in all different scents. So make sure you check those out again at shopgoodsentiments.com. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. The All Country News Podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. 
All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.